Good morning, afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA investing uh, video cast. Hope you're having a good day today. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, kind of a flat day today. Been all over the map, up 100, down 100 or so in the Dow. And um, But it's what happened last week that matters. And I think last week it may prove to be a really important week for this market. You know, uh, we, we saw personality change in the market because last week, Jay Powell, Fed Chair Jay Powell, testified before Congress. And he used all the same buzzwords that have been sending the market lower for the last several months, right? Inflation, rate hikes, possible recession. That He threw that out last week. We hadn't heard him say that before. Uh, so, yeah, it's possible. And uh, but something interesting happened. Instead of the markets going lower, which they had been doing, the markets went up. And so it's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to that news. That's the tell. That's the tell that smart money investors want to look for. And so um, I think that bodes well. You know, we had a great week. Uh, markets, instead of being down, we're up 6 to 7%. And uh, based on what we see, we've got a ways to go still. This should, this should be a good week, probably into July. This is a good good time to be in the markets. So of course, the first six months this year have been terrible. Everybody's waiting just to get out of June, frankly. And then everything starts to change based on the, the analytics and the data going back decades. Of, some, some of these back to the 1930s. To say that we should be, we're set up for a sharp, sharp move higher in the second half of the year. That's that's how we're playing it here, and I also think that um, <clears throat> there's some other things I think the market is paying attention to. You know that that you're not hearing you know financial talking heads talk about, but I think the market's figuring some things out. Among those, the U.S. economy is clearly slowing, maybe by a lot, no question about that. That takes a lot of pressure off the Fed. Inflation, in my opinion. Inflation is clearly peaked. Like this, there's no. I think going forward, you're going to see a big decline in these inflationary readings, CPI and the PPI. And remember, that was really the Fed's biggest concern was inflation. If that goes away, why are they still aggressively hiking rates into a slowing economy? Right? It makes no sense. I've said for eight months, if the Fed hikes beyond two percent Fed funds rate, the U.S. will go into recession. We're at one point seven five percent now. I think I think the Fed should be very careful about these aggressive rate hikes they have planned, unless they truly want the U.S. to go into a recession, uh, because I don't see it this year. But yeah, first first quarter of a 2023, yeah, I, look, we're in Obama 2.0. Obama's only president not to put up 2% GDP growth rate, okay? And he, he couldn't do it in one term, much less two. This is, the, that, this is that, that presidency, very slow growth, but yeah, it still should be growth, and now the markets are, are, are looking forward to what happens next, frankly, which is going to be, guess what? More, more, uh, more slashing of rates, more quantitative easing. This is the future. This is financial engineering that our, talk, that our, our uh, financial masters of the universe, our central bankers, they love this. They're not giving this up. They've been, uh, you know, they've been nerds their whole lives. Now they're the cool kids sitting at the cool kid table because they got unlimited money. And all the attention's on them. You think they're about to give this up? There's no way they're giving this up. We're, we're in an era of financial engineering uh, led by central banks. And I think, we get, I think we have a long ways to go. I see no signs of it ending. Like, almost like the war in Ukraine. No signs of it ending. Um, so, um, again, internals today <clears throat> are, are flat. It's like the market, flat. You know, uh, just not a lot going on today. But I do think we're setting up for a rally into uh, end of week, which is, by the way, excuse me, end of this uh, a, a month, which is also end of quarter. So you're going to have a lot of fun flows coming in. I think you, uh, we saw some data this morning we shared with our folks. Pretty interesting. The uh, National Association of Active Money Managers, okay? 
they just came back with their lowest reading on record uh, as far as exposure to equities. In other words, they, they, they own fewer stocks now than they have at any point in time. That's just not when big moves lower happen. That's when big moves higher happen. If everybody's already sold, who's left to sell? So you, that's, again, as a contrarian, you kind of salivate when you see those readings. So, uh, Stock Trades Almanac also has some very good data over the weekend uh, that points to we're in a very seasonally bullish time now. From now until about July 14th, this historically has been a very good time to be in the markets. And I think all of it adds up to what should be, I think it's going to be a good week. And I think, again, it's going to be a strong uh, move into the month of July. That's what we're looking for here. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Hope you're all having a good day and to have a great week ahead of you. It's July 4th weekend here. I uh, hope you have big plans for that. Uh, but instead, always join us for the podcast and close today uh, uh, for our very investing podcast. Otherwise, I'll see you back here tomorrow morning about this same time. Thanks, everyone.